0: Hello everybody, welcome to Popcorn Not Included, I'm Matt I'm Maggie And this is our show, our podcast about television and movies and stuff, stuff we watch Maggie, please tell us about Frozen 2 <laughs>
1: I loved Frozen 2 That's great What did you like? Oh, I thought you were just going to cut me
2: off and that was going to be a whole review
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's an episode, we have just
0: put it out there I didn't watch Frozen 2, I didn't watch Frozen 1 Because uh, I know enough to know that Disney movies of that kind are so not my thing. And it doesn't matter how good or bad they are. I just probably wouldn't
1: like it. No. I thought it was very good. It was a a very good one of those.
0: Well, that's good. Mini review for the (laughs) audience. Because we're not covering no. this big big movie.
1: I would cover it on this
0: show. But no. But yeah, I have I'm not had... just
1: gonna sit here and talk about it to myself.
0: I thought I thought about you know, having you do a little a little bit of it, you know, because I, c- I could ask you questions, you know, about what you liked about it. But um That's but,
1: not what the people want.
0: Yeah, we're not labeling this this episode as such. The
1: people want to know what you thought I don't know if the people want to know that. Of Star Wars episode nine The Rise of Skywalker
0: hey You got it right.
1: <laughs> I couldn't remember if there was a the or not.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's a bit confusing. There is,
1: though, correct.
0: Yes, I'm pretty I th- sure. Yes. I really don't
1: think there should be. I think Rise of, be Rise of Skywalker is much better. Yeah, but they had the the, the for um, I think the others. The Force Awakens. The Force the the Awakens. Jedi. The yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not Matt's review, you guys. <laughs> no, that's not my review.
0: Um, it, it, sometimes it is, but <laughs> sometimes it is not today. Not today. No. no, we're here to actually. We saw Star Wars. We mm-hmm. saw Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, which I know we joked a couple times early on in the podcast that like, like, uh, well, this wasn't going when the last one came out, um, but it was when Solo came out, and mm-hmm. you, since Hans, you're in the very small minority of people who dislike Han Solo like as a whole. As yeah. a character, no, I don't care for him. You, you, although you know, like nobody, not nobody, but compared to, compared to the other Star Wars movies, Solo did very poorly. So, mm. seemingly, not a lot of people went out to see that one.
1: Yeah, I think that one was mostly suffered from from fatigue, and then a whole lot of media stories that it wasn't going to be very good. <laughs> so, the people didn't. They're like, don't yeah. eh, no thanks." But I think that kind of over time, people will will see it because I've yeah. I've heard that it's a lot of fun. It is. Yeah, it's fine. But, yes, we joked that we would never cover a Star Wars program here or a Star Wars movie on this program. Yeah. And then I got to thinking.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. What did you get to thinking?
1: That I have have encountered this a few times now in our relationship where, (laughs) where after a Star Wars movie comes up, pretty much everybody wants to know what Matt thought of it. And so I get to listen to Matt recount what he thinks of it a number of times. Until where it is basically as if I had seen the movie, but I didn't. And so I didn't have anything to contribute to the conversation. And I didn't actually understand the conversation. And I thought, you know what? This is the last one. I, I, I'm I not, a well, the last one in this trilogy, the last one in this saga-ish, yes. probably. Um, Definitely
0: the last one in this trilogy, because that's yeah. how trilogies well, work. Well, <laughs> yes.
1: Um, but I think it's the last one in this saga. Right. And I I think I want to see it. Partially from my own curiosity, but but also partially so I understand what's going on when everybody asks you what you think. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be left out anymore. <laughs> so I saw my sure. first ever Star Wars movie in the theater. Well, fair is fair. I watched the Harry Potter series this. It's true. This year, to be clear, I have seen other Star Wars movies, not all of them. Right. Um, you've you've missed but- the bad ones,
0: honestly. You, Except you, for
1: Rogue, Rogue One. A lot of people really like Rogue One, and I have not seen it.
0: Yeah, Rogue One is is pretty well-liked. Yeah. Um, we'll probably watch that. Yeah, I, I think that one's worth watching. Yeah, um, I. It has some very specific issues, but uh, I think it's worth watching. Um, but you haven't seen, like, you've seen Episode 1, but not 2 or 3.
1: <laughs> well, and I only <laughs> and saw Episode it a long time 1 ago. when I was, you know, what, maybe 6 or yeah, 7 yeah, or something. Right. And
0: so, as far as I'm concerned, you've seen the good Star Wars and then you've seen the two others in this trilogy. You've seen the Force Awakens, yeah. and then semi-recently we rewatched the Last Jedi, or I rewatched it. You watched it for the first time, right? And I, I think uh, just so, just to give a quick recap on our, our on our thoughts on this trilogy, because you know it's the third movie here. Mm-hmm. We didn't do the first two on this show. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, I was I was disappointed by the Force Awakens. I know a lot of people really liked that movie. I, in hindsight, can admire it for being kind of efficient, but as has been pointed out by absolutely everybody, it's very much a rehash of the original Star Wars. It's very um, entrenched in those ideas and themes and uh, iconography and stuff like that. And I, when they, when when Disney bought Star Wars, said so they were going to bring back Star Wars, make new episodes. I was like, okay, well. It has to be better than the, the, the prequels. And when did that
1: come out? 2015?
0: 2015 for The Force Awakens, yeah. yes. Uh, and I was really hoping that it would be the start of something like new and exciting and interesting for Star Wars. And then I saw The Force Awakens and I was like, they made the safest movie possible. Mm-hmm. They took zero creative risks. Almost zero creative risks. And I was pretty disappointed and i couldn't really respect the movie. Uh, i've softened on that a little bit. Like i said i think it's I, I admire it for being very efficient in its storytelling and i think it has some good moments and some good characters. Um particularly and especially Kylo Ren. Um but Ray's likeable, Finn is likeable, Poe is likeable. Um BB-8's pretty cute. BB-8's pretty cute. They eh, go overboard on BB-8 in the next one, but i was hoping okay, well after that Let's go in an interesting new direction, right? So then The Force Awakens, then The Last Jedi happens and it goes off in an interesting different direction, but it was one that didn't seem very congruous with what came before. And so obviously that's a very divisive movie. Lots of people love it. Lots of people hate it. I have come around to somewhere in the middle. I think that movie breaks down evenly into thirds. One third of it is really good. Like maybe some of the best stuff in star Wars, uh, among some of the best stuff in star Wars, uh, one third of it is a good idea, but poorly executed. And then one third of it, it doesn't work at all for me. And that's like the, the Luke Ray, uh, Kylo Ren, Snoke stuff in the last Jedi. I think that's pretty good. And they're going in an interesting, unexpected direction. And it was hard to get over the idea that Luke, was a grumpy old man on an island instead of, you know, kind of the hero you wanted him to be, the mentor character you wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. But I liked the themes. I liked the idea. And his scene at the end of that movie is really cool. Mm. Um, it's great. That stuff is good. That all kind of works for me. And I accept that uh, the stuff with Poe being like learning about how to be a better leader essentially and being hot headed and then being you know, kind of put in his place. I think that's a good idea. I think the way that they specifically execute and plot that stuff out is poor. Lots of people have said that. Um, but I don't object to the idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. And then the stuff, unfortunately with Finn and Rose, I just think is not very good. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's kind of boring. It doesn't go anywhere. And I think they're trying to get into all these themes in star Wars, like, Oh, you sell to the good guys and the bad guys and moral ambiguity. It's like it doesn't really jive with
2: yeah, it's the a place. setup of Star Wars, which
0: is basically, yeah, there's a good guy faction and a bad guy faction. It's not morally complicated.
1: The only it, thing morally complicated is Kyle Wren.
0: Right. Yeah. It's there mm-hmm. there are characters who are struggling with which side they really are on and that sort of thing. And that's always been like kind of the core struggle of star Wars, the really interesting part. Mm -hmm. Um, but in terms of like the complications between, you know, bad guys and good guys, it's not really that complicated. You can get into that in like side stories and they do a little tiny bit of that in rogue one, Mm. um, and some other places that's fine, but it doesn't really work as presented in the main movies. But what about you? What did you think of those first two Mm. films?
1: Yeah, I guess it's it's interesting because I grew up with the original trilogy, but I, I have really almost no attachment to them. <laughs> um, beyond like, oh yeah, I watched these as a kid and my right. m- my parents really liked them, my brother likes them.
0: They're they're part of the
2: culture.
1: Yeah. Um but I yeah, I really don't have much affinity for any of the characters and so I didn't have nearly as much stuff with them. I didn't see The Force Awakens for a few years after it came out. Um, I've still only seen it once. I, 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 so I think generally I find Star Wars kind of boring and I don't know why, because objectively I don't think they're boring, (laughs) but for some reason I, I, I'm not really generally that entertained by them. Sure. Um, so I found Force Awakens kind of dull. I found Rey a little bit annoying, um, So my recollection
0: is, you know, not to tell you what your opinion was, but my (laughs) recollection when we watched it is that you were really digging the movie until Han Solo showed up and sort of took it over for you.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Um, Yeah, I I mean, I didn't like they they tried to do some like overtly feminist stuff with Ray that just seemed political and that's all. Mm. And that kind of annoyed me or like where Finn was trying to help her and she was so much like, I don't need help. I don't need help. I don't need help. I'm like, dude, we get it. (laughs) And she just said it too many times for me. And sure. But yes, I I don't really care for Han Solo. I I don't get it. Um, I just find him arrogant and out of uh, and just like, I, I just I don't understand. I don't understand why he's here. I don't understand why people like him. I don't get it. So, yes, he showed up and the whole thing became a Han Solo thing. And I just didn't care. Yeah. I did find the Kylo Ren stuff interesting, but I I didn't really understand it very much when I watched the first one. It helped a lot more when I saw Last Jedi. So I didn't see Last Jedi until a couple months ago, after years at this point of hearing (laughs) how much you didn't like it. Uh And you strongly disliked it before we watched it the second time together. So I was really expecting, like, a bad movie um, and I, I had heard you know all about it I knew the plot um, but I found myself really liking it <laughs> so I was like yeah this Finn and Rose stuff is stupid but everything else I'm like oh yeah this is this is fine I'm, I'm entertained by this I think this is fun um, I don't have attachment to Luke so I don't have as much of that kind of gut uh, reaction against seeing him I think a lot of people felt kind of betrayed yeah, yeah. and and I didn't I didn't feel that way, though. I understand why some people would. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting that um, he reacted the way he did. And I thought those flashback scenes with the fire were enough um, or with Kylo Ren were enough for me. Yeah. So I, I generally liked The Last Jedi. I liked the the notion that Ray's parents weren't anybody's and sure. that the force could be from anybody because I found the whole concept of, like, it can only be these select families really... Um, like needlessly exclusive and kind of boring, um, so I, I really liked that angle. I loved the end with with like the kids who were inspired, yeah, and uh, and, yeah. and wanted to to use the force, and that it was more available. And like they kind of hinted at, at some aspects of Finn. I think even in that one, or am I, am I misremembering? Oh
0: uh, yeah, I don't think so.
1: Okay, um, but yeah, I just I generally enjoyed it. And I think mostly because I had very little to lose. Sure. Um, Yeah. So I came into this with just like, yeah, let's let's see what happens. I don't have high (laughs) expectations. How are they going to end this thing? But yeah, how are they going to end this thing? I'm really invested in the Kylo Ren story, but that's about it. I didn't care about Ray going into this as much as I wanted to. Right. Um, But I was definitely curious to see how they were going to. What do they land the plane? That's that's the phrase. phrase. (laughs) Land
0: the Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right because, like, ostensibly, Rey is the protagonist of this trilogy, Mm -hmm. but I think that they haven't quite given you enough to go on there for her because my problem with her in the Force Awakens it wasn't so much like oh she knows how to do everything like that was a little bit suspicious we'll Mm -hmm. say, but my main problem was that I didn't know what she wanted. Yeah. Ideally your hero needs to have a goal. They need to have dreams. They need to have something that they're striving after. Um, And, you know, for Luke in the original, like he wants to get off Tatooine. He wants to become a pilot. He wants to like essentially go out and adventure in the galaxy and Ray's whole thing in the first movie is I need to stay here until my parents come back. Mm-hmm. I am literally, I don't want to be an active character in this story. Yeah, and then right. everything the filmmakers are telling you is like, look how active a character she is. But it's like, no, you've what you've told us about this character internally is inconsistent with what she's expressed. And so we don't really know what her dreams and hopes are. So it's harder to root for her. And yeah. that, that was my thing. And that's a shame because I think like I said I think all the actors are doing a good job. I think mm-hmm. all the actors are likable and charismatic and they're bringing a lot to their their roles.
1: I like Finn a lot. I like John Boyega a lot.
0: I think yeah. Finn's a little annoying in the first movie. Mm-hmm. He's a little I bit too because he's playing a a former stormtrooper. Right. And and he doesn't have any sort of war weariness about him he's just this kind of quippy comic relief character and not quippy but he's he's the comic relief character and it kind of undercuts that notion of him being right uh you know essentially taken at birth and then put into this military organization like that that there's a lot of weight there to it that idea
1: That comes out more later it does. it does,
0: it does. He gets a little bit of it because you can tell how scared he is of the First Order and how he he just wants to get away, mm-hmm. right? And that's his arc. But then Finn, there's like not really much done with Finn in the second movie. I really th- no, think yeah, he got gypped. He did. And then Poe got upgraded. But then Poe's storyline is a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it, those two together, they just never seem to fit for me. Like It's very clear because the, these movies... You can kind of tell the creators behind them more so. I mean, everybody says, you know, oh, George Lucas created Star Wars. And, like, that's true, but there were a lot of people behind the scenes on those original movies, and I think that's why they're better than the prequels. Mm. Uh, A lot of people think that in, in the prequels, basically, George Lucas called all the shots and... He was legendary by then. No one wanted to be the person who said, no, George, I don't think that's a very good idea. Maybe we should do this or have you, you know. Yeah. And so those ended up being um, corny unchecked or unedited mm. a little bit, whereas you hear a lot about how the original Star Wars especially was saved in editing, how all these things came together in kind of post-production for that movie, mm. uh, which is fascinating but, uh, y- you know, we have J.J. Abrams for the first movie in this trilogy, Ryan Johnson for the second, and it was supposed to be uh, Colin Trevorrow who did Jurassic World for this third movie. And then things happen behind the scenes. Mm. There, there's been a lot of behind the scenes controversy in this, uh, in this Disney Star Wars era. Yeah. <laughs> of like directors having disagreements and getting let go, like famously, uh, Lord and Miller with the solo movie which is such a shame i would have loved to have seen
2: mm-hmm.
0: a, a lord and miller star wars movie <laughs> so anyway we should probably get to the actual yeah. movie <laughs> but all that preamble i think that's necessary it's yeah. because uh like obviously the context is really important mm-hmm. i was thinking about this earlier too and i wanted to, i want to establish this kind of first off because i i think that people are going to compare Marvel and Star Wars a lot and just in they're both big Disney owned franchises they're both kind of tent poles of of the, the new Disney. Yeah. And they're both kind of these big ongoing franchises like whatever you know Disney's saying that hey this is the last one and yeah it's the last Skywalker saga movie whatever that means but they're going to make more Star Wars we all know they're going to make more Star Wars.
1: Yeah and, and neither of us are opposed to that. Right. But uh,
0: you look at Marvel and you look at Star Wars and it's like, Marvel really seems like they had a plan if you look at how Infinity War and Endgame turned out and you kind of trace it back. You've been re-watching yeah. some of the Marvel stuff recently as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's impressive because it really seems kind of well thought out. Right. And then you look at Star Wars and not to tip our hand a little t- a bit too much, but you look at the Star Wars trilogy and it's like, did they know what they were doing before they set out or did they just pass the baton and then, okay, you do whatever you want and then pass the baton. You do whatever you want because it seems a little bit more like that. Like the outline for what the trilogy was, was very loose. Right. And it's like, these guys couldn't even do three movies that were set up as well as the Marvel movies. I think that's what a lot of people are going to think and say but I do want to point out that the difference between Marvel and Star Wars in this instance is Marvel doesn't really do sequels the same way. It's like they do have quote unquote direct sequels, you know, Iron Man two, three, etc. But they're not really uh, as in- integrated as the Star Wars movies. It's like, yes. hey, this episode comes after this episode, boom, boom, boom. Um, we're telling the continuous story here right? Marvel doesn't really do that. They kind of make, here's a story about this hero here and here's another one here. And they're kind of just planting little seeds that grow into something and then boom, Avengers happens. And then this stuff, you know, they're weaving. It's like a web versus a tower. Like, Mm -hmm. and so star Wars is building a tower here and this story of the tower connects to this story, but how good are those pylons in between, you know, whereas Marvel's just kind of like constructing this, this web and, it looks more intricate and interconnected than it is, but it doesn't have to depend. If there's something that's weak or doesn't quite fit, mm-hmm. you can kind of just leave it, right? And that's a whole different thing. I'm not saying I'm not saying what Marvel's done isn't impressive because it, it is very impressive, but it's a it's kind of an entirely different thing.
1: Yeah, and they also had a uh, Kevin Feige. It was around for all of it and i don't think star wars really had anybody in that role
0: (laughs) well yeah sure for for not for the whole whole thing Right. right i mean it was lucas until they sold the company now it's kathleen kennedy and you know a lot of people will point at her and say like well she's the kevin feige but it doesn't seem like she maybe has as much of a a strong idea of where the whole thing needs to go.
1: It doesn't seem like her baby in the same way that the MCU right. seems like Kevin Feige's baby. Right,
0: right. But again, I would point to this and say it's a totally different thing that they're doing. Yeah. Um so I don't know. A lot of people want to criticize Kathleen Kennedy. I'm I'm not going to do that. I don't really know. Sure. Um so Star Wars. With that. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, whatever this is called. Episode 9. Yeah. So they handed it back to J.J. J. Abrams, and they said, make an ending for a thing. Without and,
1: setting him up for an ending at all, basically. Uh,
0: yeah, The Last Jedi is a movie that doesn't really feel like the second movie in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. The way it ends. is It's very open-ended, and it doesn't sort of say, which which a lot of people would argue, that's how uh Empire Strikes Back is as well. But mm-hmm. there are definite things they have to do in Empire Strikes Back. It's like okay, Han got kidnapped. Okay, we still got to confront Vader and figure out that. And now Luke has this new information about who Vader is and his relationship there. That complicates things. And they got to still, you know, fight the ongoing war. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, we got to fight the ongoing war. Kylo Ren's still out there doing stuff. But eh, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, So, in desperation, and this is not a spoiler because it's been in all their marketing material, uh, they they sort of bring back the emperor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what did you think of this movie? Like overall, oh yeah, I'm going first. General impressions. General
1: yeah. impressions. Um, I think they did. I think they made a lot of really smart choices, and a couple that I I wished had happened a little bit differently. Uh huh. Mostly with the end. Um, most generally speaking, I think I thought the beginning was good, the climax was very good, and some of the falling action, I was like, Oh, that's that's not what I <laughs> what I really wanted there. But okay. okay. Um, generally I think JJ did the best he could. Um, but he also kinda had to to sleep in the bed that he made because he started this a little right, bit. Yeah. Um I know Ryan Johnson maybe threw some curveballs. We don't you know, we don't really know how much they had talked, but it seems like <laughs> right. that he ignored or redid um, some other things that happened in the last Jedi and and that's fine, I guess.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
1: but you know, he, he's still, I, I still give him a lot of responsibility because he started force awakens. And I think a lot of sure. the, the things that I wish were different, about rise of skywalker the seeds for that were planted and force awakens yeah so yeah i think it's it's fine i think a lot of star wars fans will really like it and i'm glad for that because i don't i don't I, I know this is really dear to a lot of people and i want people to get satisfying endings for things that they love so I, i'm really happy about that um i think it is is it for me no but it was never gonna be <laughs> um but i was entertained yeah um, i thought it was a little slow in the middle but but that's fine
0: sure okay well you know uh, like i think you're you're uh you're not a star wars fan um and you're you're much more of a casual yeah m- movie goer in this case to mm-hmm. th- to this kind of movie mm-hmm. i am a in an i'm a ping-ponging star wars fan i'm i'm there i'm yes you want no. to love this uh well i think in your heart of hearts
2: you like, want grew, to love star wars i grew up wars. with star
0: wars and I I love aspects of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, as an adult, I have come to appreciate the original trilogy in kind of a new way. Um, whereas, you know, when you see it as a kid, it's just like, oh, wow, that's exciting and amazing. And, and you've never seen anything like it. You get the iconography of it, you know, stuck in your head. And, and that gets plastered everywhere, mm-hmm. which does honestly detract from your enjoyment. Mm. You know, every time one of these comes out, you got to see the car commercial with the stormtroopers and the kid in the Darth Vader mask. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know the 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 continuous merchandising of all this stuff. It it does like wear on you a little bit, where you're just like, eh, this. It used to be a little bit more special when it wasn't just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's not Disney's fault because Lucas did that too. Yeah. A lot. So that's that's not a new problem with Star Wars. I'm sure that's
1: where he's made his money. Oh yeah. Toys and stuff. Yeah,
0: (laughs) So yeah, some of the actors too. Mm -hmm. Residuals from that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I grew up with the movies and, and to some extent like video games and other stuff like that. I didn't read like expanded universe books and things but I had friends that did and I definitely would talk about them and was curious, Oh, what happens after return of the Jedi, which Disney then chucked away when they bought the franchise. Like, no, we're going to re we're going to rewrite all that stuff, which I understand. But I also understand why a lot of fans would be annoyed at that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, sure. I want to love it, but, uh, I'm with you in that. I think this trilogy got off on a, it, it started, going down a trajectory that was never going to lead to a like an a super interesting ending right it was always going to be like a reprise on what we've seen before to some extent mm-hmm. right cuz the force awakens dictates that your ending has to be within certain parameters in order for it to be a satisfying ending for what you started. Mm-hmm. You could go off and do a completely different weird ending, like a Matrix reloaded ending <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, but like the audience would reject it. And, yeah. and, because Star Wars isn't supposed to be like a really avant-garde c- like complex or cha- super challenging to the audience. Like I think you can challenge the audience in certain ways. And last Jedi it goes for that. And some of those ideas are interesting and they work. But I think with the ending of a thing, you have to stay true to the promises you kind of made to the audience. Yeah. And they started this thing off by promising them the old Star Wars you love is back. And I think this movie is the closest to old Star Wars. I mean, since I don't know if it is of the whole trilogy. I mean, I might say that.
1: It it felt that way to me as a very casual Star Wars person. There was much more identifiable, oh, yeah, like that's a Star Wars theme. That feels oh, Star wars Oh, yeah, Wars-y. that's a Star Wars yeah. scene. Um, I got much more of that in this movie than I did in the previous two. Yes.
0: Um, so uh, I think I think it was fine. <laughs> that's, my, that's my one word. I, I think it was fine. I'm, I also agree with you that I think they did kind of the best they could with what they had. This was always going to be an impossible task to bring – an ending to this nine part saga, which was never actually intended to be a nine part saga, despite whatever there've been rumors since, you know, before I was born, I think about, Oh, George Lucas had this nine part saga planned out and he went to the studio and the studio said, you can make one of them. And he picked what ended up being the original star. I was like, I thought
1: it was only a one for, and then it expanded.
0: I've heard many stories. I honestly don't know what the accurate truth is there. I think he probably did have an idea for like kind of a saga, but he ended up making the one that was Star Wars. And then since there was kind of an idea for a bigger universe around it, okay, let's make some sequels. Right. And then later it was kind of a natural idea. Let's go tell the story of how Darth Vader got to be Darth Vader. That makes sense. okay? to to be honest, uh, the, the idea of the prequels, that made sense like okay let's tell the start the, the tragedy of anakin skywalker mm-hmm. they're terrible they do it ter- they do a terrible job of doing that but the idea makes sense there is no like kind of logical idea of a sequel trilogy other than let's see what their kids do <laughs> right right or what becomes of them in later life um and that's kind of what it is but i feel like this whole trilogy is awkwardly split between like We're going to do a send-off for the old actors, for the old characters, and we're going to do a new story for the new characters. Yes. And I think this would have been much stronger if they had either gone really hard in old Luke, Leia, Han story, like here's the old characters, here's what they're doing in their older age and kind of passing the torch and that was more of the focus, or if they were barely in it at all, or maybe not at all in it, Mm -hmm. and it was just about new characters yeah. I think either one of those approaches probably would have made for like a stronger overall thing.
1: Yeah. And well, and that's why like, I think, you know, we're, we're both more curious about, or like things like the Mandalorian that are in the world, but just seem so different. There's, yeah. it, it just seems inherently more interesting, but there's still an element of it that you know and that you like. Right.
0: Yeah. And some of the side stories that they've been doing have sort of done that, except of course, you know solo was obviously about han solo which nobody needed the han solo backstory it's a fun movie but nobody needed it mm-hmm. rogue one i think does the best of that and that's why people like it because it sort of it it looks at the periphery of what happens in the main movies mm-hmm. and says like hey what happens to the people who don't have like plot armor
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and the the shock troopers the the people in um who are just like the rank and file yeah and that's kind of an interesting thing and it sort of Let's do a different, a little bit of a different genre, a little bit more of like a war movie vibe instead of like an adventure movie vibe,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I think it does pretty well with that, even though it has its own issues. So yeah, I, I think this this movie does you know decently well with what it has to do. Um, we're just gonna really get into spoilers now yeah. because look, everybody, it's highly
1: spoilable. It's if highly you wanna spoilable. See it, exactly. You've probably even already seen it. Of course. Yes. <laughs> um, we're just gonna
0: get into it. Yeah. Um, ratings real quick.
1: Oh, um, this is probably two and a half for me okay. out of five. All right. It's, it's very average. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Oh, um, that's a little higher than I thought.
0: I enjoyed most of my
1: time with this movie. That's great.
0: I went in, I will say, with pretty low expectations. Low
1: expectations make high ratings. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah because I did I went into Last Jedi with very high expectations yeah, and yeah, no knowledge of what was going on mm-hmm. and having a little bit of knowledge about if I didn't know that the like Emperor was going to be a part of this somehow before going in I would have found that out in the movie and I would have spent a lot of time thinking like this is dumb mm. instead of being able to kind of come to terms with that silly idea beforehand quickly, yeah. Um, and then you know maybe be a little bit more on board for whatever they were going to do right. That that's the other thing is with the Last Jedi. I, I tried to avoid all trailers and pre uh, and like press, press about yeah. it because I did, I just went. I wanted to see like what happens when you walk into a movie like the olden days when you you didn't have this huge cycle of press about everything and people anticipating trailers and sharing them all the the time mm-hmm. and just dissecting them. And it turns out. That maybe negatively impacted my enjoyment, <laughs> so maybe spoilers actually aren't this terrible thing. But uh, that's another well, discussion. Well, and
1: I mean, some trailers spoil the movie, but I, I think most of them are pretty good. Um, and I think these the trailers for this were were good, having yeah. now seen
2: it. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I was surprised by how much actually of the tr- stuff that happens in the trailer. Happens early in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's mm-hmm. basically nothing from the end of the movie in those trailers. No.
1: Yeah, which is a good, trip. which is cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they still got plenty of exciting stuff in there. Okay, uh, you have been warned. Uh, we're, we're entering spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. <laughs> I usually start this off jokingly by just by saying saying who, saying who dies.
1: Although She's a Pendolin, or peregrine or <laughs> Pendleton, or Para... What is this dang stupid name? He's a Para... No, it's a Palatin. Is that it? No, no, Palpatine. Palpatine, that's it, that's it.
0: Eight times the charm.
1: <laughs> Yo, that was genuine. Uh, it really was
0: genuine. See, you're genuinely not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Pendleton,
2: she's a Pendleton.
0: She's a Pinkerton. She's a. She's a. Uh, the dog is looking at me like, "What are you cackling about?" Uh yeah. There's
2: your spoiler. Kids. There's your spoiler.
0: Yeah, the the big mystery since the first movie. Which, it's funny because when you watched The Force Awakens, you didn't understand what the big deal was about Oh my gosh.
1: It was all I heard. It's, who are raised parents? Who are raised parents? Is she a Skywalker? Is she a Kenobi? Is she a who? Is she a what? <laughs> and I, like, I had no idea why that was a big deal at all. Uh-huh. I found it really annoying, actually.
0: Yeah, and then you watched the movie and you were like, I don't, I don't think this is a big deal. Yeah. But I think that's Star Wars baggage because we're used to those big revelations being a thing. And we're used to like, Oh, if you're really good with the force, that must mean you have some sort of,
1: I didn't understand the like bloodline genetic component of the force at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's a theme that works really well in the original trilogy because they're doing something with it in Mm -hmm. the story. Right. Yeah. And so that just became like how the, the magic works essentially. And I'm not a huge fan of the Force, uh, which you know is a weird thing to sometimes say. Sometimes
1: rules, sometimes not.
0: Uh, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, to me, it's always like this is whatever the writer wants it to be, yeah. and that feels invasive to this. St- that just it feels artificial to the story, right? Mm. Like I either want the magic to be really well explained and understood and follow rules that the writer also can't break, so you have to be creative within that system, or I want the magic to be like very like hands off and loose. in the background and i want it to be not at all heavy-handed kind of like it is in lord of the rings where like mm. there's magic but it's kind of distant and it's ancient and people don't understand it very well and most of the characters can't wield it right like i like that mm-hmm. um if you're going to not explain it and most of the time in a movie it's not very appropriate to have a very complicated intricate mm-hmm. magic system mm-hmm. that's that's for Video Nerd. games or something? Well, it's for video games because video games necessarily or... have to be systematic. Mm-hmm. But it's for, like, uh, uh, super long uh, um, epic fantasy books that nerds read.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so I- I'm not a huge fan of The Force. I don't really care how it works. I just want it to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want it to just be an excuse to, like, do crazy things on screen. Like, eh. That just feels, uh, I don't know, kind of cheap. I guess this whole trilogy's kind of gone back and forth. I'm like, what is this the, you know, who's Ray? Well, no, I mean, just in general, with like, oh, what's the nature force. of the Force? Like, oh, the Force awakens in the first. It has a will of its own. It's doing this, and then the second one, it's like, oh, this power rose up to meet this power. Mm. I, I don't know, whatever. The Force is just. Did whatever. you
1: like it in this movie cuz like they don't they, do a lot with it. But they use it a lot in more interesting ways. And I enjoyed that. Oh,
0: with the uh the like uh force uh, um teleconferencing kind of thing?
1: Um that, but even like the ways like in battle that they use the force um like Rey does the Jedi mind trick or whatever if you like with the stormtroopers in that
0: well. Place I mean, that's where... that's happened in several movies now.
1: I guess. I don't know. It just seemed like it, it seemed like they used it more and in different ways in this one and i enjoyed that um i think it was fine
0: yeah it was fine i i liked a couple of times like i liked the idea of when they're on the desert planet and ray and kylo are sort of fighting over the speeder or not the the transport ship yeah yeah and then like she lets loose and boom lightning shoots out of her fingers and the the ship blows up Mm -hmm. i liked that i thought that scene was good and it because it communicates externally an internal struggle. Right. I think that's what the force and the the duels and all that kind of stuff that's what they were doing in the original trilogy. Anytime two people fight in the original trilogy, it's an external battle that's showing an internal conflict externally. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it should be. You shouldn't just have a lightsaber duel to to have like a cool action scene and that's the
1: sounds the cool swooshy sounds oh yeah of course yeah. yes yes that's my really bad Star <laughs> Lightsaber <laughs> it is really bad you're right <laughs> okay done
0: <laughs> the sounds in Star Wars are excellent <laughs> the sounds the designs there's there's lots Music. of stuff and yeah the, all the iconic stuff yeah. like it's great it's they good keep for a reason. they keep reusing it for a reason yeah. But, uh, you know, it's time to let old things die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a line from the last one,
2: mm. not this one. Mm.
0: Uh, but we'll get there uh, at the end, I want to say a little bit about the potential future of Star Wars. But, um, yeah, so Ray is a Palpatine. Uh, uh, you hated that because you really liked the idea.
1: That- I don't know that I hated it. Like, I, I don't feel that you strongly, strongly about okay. anything here. But oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> You just like I really I enjoyed it a lot that that her parents were nobodies um and just that it that that didn't have to be present that, that the family part that that could be Kyle Ren's struggle and his stuff mm-hmm. but that that wasn't also Ray's yeah and I just I just found it more interesting that she could uh, she can forge her own path she can decide who she is independent of whoever her family was. And they were still able to do a lot of that. Yeah. Um just cuz you know, it's 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 the inherent Star Wars thing of of you have capability for for good and evil and your choices are what matter. Yeah. Um how you fight is what matters. Yes. Yeah. That's how they would say it in the originals. Um they have similar lines in in Harry Potter that are my Mm-hmm. that's what's what's dear to me. Um yeah. and and I really I just love that because it's true. <laughs> it's really fundamentally true about people. And um yeah. So I just I I did find that kind of disappointing um but yeah, okay. Um you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't I
0: I think something like that was unfortunately necessary however you might feel about it sort of making the universe feels small in
2: mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think something like that was necessary because they keep saying that there's, Oh, there's a conflict within Ray about a pull to the dark side. Why? That's true. Why is there just because, so, uh, but just because everybody has a temptation to evil. Like we never see that. She's like a kind person who she's
1: very motherly.
0: She, she just like, she doesn't have any negative traits, but they keep saying like, oh, you were drawn to the, the dark side. Oh, you went straight. And it's so, like,
1: why? So so do you <laughs> think like the daughter of Ben Kenobi would have not had any pull to the dark side at all because he was a good Jedi? And the only reason that Luke had pulled to the dark side is because he was Anakin Skywalker's son?
0: Um, I think that Luke, Luke didn't necessarily have as much pull to the dark side as much as he was trying to be actively courted to the dark side by right. the emperor and vader but then also they try to stir up his anger mm-hmm. in that in the final battle mm-hmm. in the original uh ending uh and that's great i love the that's one of the best scenes in return of the jedi it's one of the best star wars scenes is their duel together because you see luke he's trying to win his father back
2: mm-hmm.
0: which like man that takes that that's a huge thing of character because like is this strange robot man who's totally evil. And you're like trying to see some humanity in that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that speaks incredibly of his character. And then he, you know, he's, he does that. They're trying to get him to be angry and to lose control because like he could win the battle. He's young and he has the strength to, if he gives into his anger, because the whole idea is it's easier to, to use the dark side. It's quicker uh, it's a quicker, easier path to mastery, whereas it's harder to master your, emo- which is, you know, like
1: true, which is
0: true. <laughs> no, like that applies to it's hard. Ho- it's so much harder to do the right thing mm-hmm. than it, it and be successful. Right. Than to like be a bully yeah. or to be disciplined. Yeah. You have to be disciplined and you have to sometimes take some blows, mm-hmm. um, And so that's why the original Star Wars trilogy is resonant because those, those themes are, you don't have to be a space wizard for those themes to apply to you Um, and to see something in Luke and to see something in those characters and to want that appeal to like come back Mm -hmm. to the light. Okay, great. Um, So Ray needed something to make that struggle in her legitimate and they could have used other things, but they decided to keep that backstory hazy until now Mm -hmm. and then they chose to just like take kind of the quick easy path which is make her related to somebody i'm fine with it because i think it's better than nothing I i think having her just there are there are basically two answers i would have accepted in that as a star wars fan um because her being random that that doesn't Hold any weight unless you change her backstory, mm-hmm. um which they can't at this point it's mm-hmm. It's too far in uh they would have to rewrite her from the beginning, and I would have accepted her being related to somebody, and Palpatine's a good choice for that. It's a weird choice because I can't imagine that dude having a kid <laughs> but okay. And uh, the other thing is I would have accepted her being a virgin's of the force, which is a really strange, deep cut thing that would have been super weird for them to do. Mm. A vergence of the force is basically a virgin birth, which is what ha- that's where Anakin came from. He's basically born of the force and his mom did not have a husband. And, Interesting. and yeah, uh, which is, you know it's a little silly but it's an established thing in canon okay sure so that would literally be the will of the force like creating this child and then you can explain her power that way you can mm-hmm. explain mm-hmm. maybe her her yin yang internal struggle of the dark side like you have to choose and overcome like sort of the forces of nature within you that could have worked it would have been way less like sort of personal and star Wars has always had that kind of personal connection kind of been about family Mm -hmm. and legacy, things like that. So like we said in the non-spoiler section, they were kind of locked into doing something that was an echo of the originals in this. And you know, that's what that is. Right. So is it dumb? Is it dumb that Palpatine came back? Is it a lot of this stuff is dumb. Um, a lot of original Star Wars is dumb, but is it fun? Is it does it work? Does it have emotional resonance?
1: Yeah, kinda. I thought the scene with with her and the Emperor at the end was very good.
0: Where she, where he's like, "I am all the Sith," and she's like, before, "I am all the Jedi." Before that, because
1: that was after okay. he b- the stuff before Kylo Ren showed up. Um, I don't
0: remember what what specifically.
1: Um, that's just like when she first. Comes and and he's like, oh yeah, you you kill me, please, and so then oh, my yeah, spirit will be in you, and you'll kill me out of your revenge and your hatred,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and you're not totally sure what she's gonna do, um, and how she's gonna get out of it? Well, I knew she
0: wasn't gonna kill him then.
1: <laughs> well, right, but like how? Um, and then yeah, I loved the stuff with her and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, but then yes, of the, the all the Jedi whispers, uh, this is very good.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was cool to hear. All those actors kind of mm-hmm. get their get their little lines about okay yes all the all the Jedi are with you all the Sith are with him and mm-hmm. it's the ultimate showdown is pretty silly it's it's a very blunt way to make your ending big and epic but sure fine okay
1: I I liked it I thought it, yes it, it was it was obvious but yeah um, I think I thought that it emotionally still worked.
0: There were a couple moments in this movie that got me emotionally, and I I was kind of surprised because I walked into this, seeing those scores and all that, and I was like, well, I didn't really expect this to be good from the beginning. It's probably going to be entertaining-ish, but I'm probably going to come out of it saying like, wow, that was a mess. Hmm. It's way less messy than I thought it would be. It it is Mm -hmm. still a bit of a mess, but um, not nearly as bad as it could have been.
1: Yeah, I would Uh, agree.
0: But... The, the the couple moments that worked for me, uh, I really loved Ben's redemption. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren's been the best character, like we said, of this whole thing. Um, it was, uh, you know, from the very beginning when you saw he's evil. Like, mm-hmm. okay, he's going to get redeemed at the end, like Darth Vader. Probably. Mm-hmm.
1: I was not sure of that. No, I wasn't sure. That's of course what I wanted to have happen, but I wasn't sure.
0: That was a lot more mysterious than oh, Ray is going to go to the dark side. Oh yeah, no, because there was no chance of that. Right? They Mm -hmm. they teased people in the trailer, and you know when that happens in the movie, it's like man, they shot that just to put in the trailer (laughs) to mess with people, (laughs) which is fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I never bought that struggle with her. I, I think they needed something earlier in the trilogy to suggest that she has a dark side, right? Mm. That would have been cool. If both characters were really struggling on the same level, because you really do feel like Kylo Ren's, like he really wants to be evil, but you can tell he's not totally there. He's not. totally I would would
1: argue the opposite. Like, I think he really wants to be hopeful, but he, he, Hmm. so much of him can't. Hmm.
0: Um, yeah, you may be right.
1: Because he, he just talks about how you know it's it's too late it's too far gone yeah. I'm, I'm too far in yeah is the language that he uses yeah um, which
0: is what Vader says mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's too so, late for me son right yeah so so the scene where uh, and you know it's a bit eye rolly is it fan service probably sure whatever it's fan service that worked for me I, I liked when he has the vision of his of his father coming back to him and they kind of do the reverse scene of what ha- of Han Solo's death. In The Force Awakens, and they, they, you know, he says like, "I, I know what I need to do, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I have the strength to do it." Mm-hmm. And Han just goes, "You do," um, and just like really, really reassuring. It's like, okay, it's this one moment to be kind of a good dad, even though this is like a, a, an imagined thing, right? But you get the idea that Leia sort of planted it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she sacrifices herself to reach out to her son one last time. Carrie Fisher's you know Carrie Fisher being dead, uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. such a sad thing, mm-hmm. um, obviously in real life, mostly, but uh, also very sad because you can tell that they wanted to do more with her in this movie. This was supposed to be her movie, like the first one was Han, mm-hmm. second one was Luke, third one was Leia, and uh now the actress is gone, and you can 't do it.
1: In um, some ways, I'm glad that that didn't happen because I, I they must have then made a major adjustments to the script because I feel like much more Leia than there was would have been a distraction from yeah, the honest, plot.
0: Honestly, it probably took it back to the level that the other characters needed to be at for right. the focus to be on the new characters. Right? Yeah. It was distracting just because you know that she's gone and you know that every time she shows up, it's footage that they didn't use from the other movies. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. And you're just kind of thinking about you're just that. Really aware of it, but if I didn't know that, I might feel like something's a little bit strange that like other characters are explaining stuff about what she's doing instead of her saying it. But I mean, as far as her role in the story, I thought they again they did the best they mm. could with what they totally, had. Totally. Um, and I thought you know okay, so she sacrifices herself. Essentially, she she fades away like Luke doing a big force thing.
1: Well, but, and I liked that it was a motherly thing, um, yeah. not just a brute force kind of thing. Oh, no, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lu- Luke saves everybody by, by doing his little apparition thing and, and she, you know, saves her son and brings him back by, by doing, yeah, by, mm-hmm. by like reaching out to him. Um, and yeah, I think that worked. Um, I think that was really nice. Adam Driver is so good in this role. He's very good. I think if it hadn't been an actor who was doing as well in that role, that character would not work. And, you know, that, that would be really disastrous for this because right. you need that to work. I feel like he's much more the core of the heart of the story than even Ray is.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because
0: I think Ray, again, I want to like her more than I do. And I did like her in this movie.
1: This one helped a whole lot with that for yeah. me where I, I just I think this had an, a few more scenes that humanized her a little bit. But the biggest thing and, and we'll, we've talked to kind of a lot about the end and maybe we'll go back to the beginning. But I think the best thing that happened for her is that she wasn't all by herself most of the time. Yeah. Is that she was able to play off of Finn and Poe um, and then her scenes with Kyle Ren. And that really just helped. I don't know why, but it seems to help me care about her more and like her more and be more invested in her story. Definitely.
0: Yeah. I think one of the best things they did with this movie is they finally put all their lead characters together yeah. for a good portion such a of good the call. run time.
1: Such a good call. Well, it's such a, it, it's,
0: it really just makes the rest of the, the movies seem like, what were you doing? Yeah. And uh, so what. When
1: well, it's satisfying. If I'm, I'm seeing the shots of Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, C-3PO, Mm-hmm. And who else is there?
0: This uh, is
1: R2. No, R2's back. No,
0: R2 gets like left BB-8. behind in all BB-8's of these. bb <laughs> the other one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And it's like, yes, this, these are the people I want. <laughs> these are the people I want. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's um, like, okay, great. We're, let's go on on uh, it, it, this yeah. desperate mission together, this adventure thing. That all felt very, very Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird that they they didn't put those characters together in the other movies. My, my understanding was that Poe was actually not supposed to have as big a role. He was actually supposed to die. He gets, like, sucked down into the sand, remember, and he, like, disappears for a large portion. In of this the, movie? No, of The Force Awakens. Oh. So he was supposed to, like, die. But then I think it was one of those, oh, Oscar Isaac, he's pretty good. We should keep him around. hmm So, and then The Last Jedi takes place directly after The Force Awakens. And so the characters were separated. But they were separated for like the whole movie. Right. And in fact, Rey meets Poe at the end of The Last Jedi. Over halfway through your trilogy, she meets one of the principal characters. Mm-hmm. And then so finally in this movie, they, they get to be like a merry band of heroes. Mm-hmm. And that stuff's really fun. It's like, yeah, this, is, this feels really classic Star Wars uh, in a good way. I am One of the things that I'm most surprised about about this movie is I liked C-3PO in it. I do not like C-3PO oh, that yeah. <laughs> much. I think he's kind of annoying and uh, I, you know, I, I'm not charmed. Uh, I thought he was pretty good in this.
1: Yeah, at that moment when he he takes his last look at his friends is very sweet.
0: It is. I knew they were going to undercut it and they definitely do. Uh, we'll get to some things that we think could have been better about this a little bit later. But uh, uh yeah uh he was he was not annoying and he played like a uh an appropriate role for like his yeah his, for his
1: age really
0: well i yeah i mean just i mean for like a protocol droid yeah, with, yeah. like literally one of the things is translation
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay cool uh so it felt natural to have him on the adventure mm-hmm. um chewie got to do a little bit, and there was mm-hmm. some intrigue around chewie he maybe also should have died, but okay, we'll get to that um it was, but it was nice to see these characters getting to do stuff in lieu oh. of them having individual arcs because they don't have individual story arcs in this. It's mostly just Ray gets to complete her journey. Kylo bin gets to complete his journey.
2: Uh,
0: Poe gets to do. Uh,
2: he gets to like, b- gets like be, to be the a, general. He gets to be as. Yeah,
0: no, that's true. He did have that. And that's his arc of like going up from like flyboy to hothead gets demoted has that and now he's the general and he i liked the scene where he's like i, I don't know how yeah. i don't know if i can lead i don't know how to do this mm-hmm. it's like that was great um moments like that are great uh the other i was alluding to the things that i thought were emotionally resonant like that's one of them um i also thought um actually like the death of leia um in general that was a, an emotionally resonant part the specific moment was like Chewie gets back to the base and finds out that Leia has died and lets out this like wookiee cry and it's like mm-hmm. oh you don't want to see a wookiee cry it's so yeah, sad,
1: very sad. <laughs> it was very like, sad and it felt appropriate
0: that was jj abrams atoning for having ray hug leia after han's death in the force awakens which was <laughs> which was a dumb thing <laughs> it should have been chewie the person that she didn't just meet so that so that worked. Um, those those were kind of the main ones. There were other things that that were emotionally resonant for me as well, but those were the the major ones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what else uh, did you like about this movie?
1: It looks very good. I thought the planets they went to were interesting. Um, I actually really liked that beginning kind of training stuff with Leia mm. and Ray. Yeah. Um. I just I liked that setup, and then kind of them saying they were kind of frustrated with her that she was staying behind and training and they needed her to fight. Yeah. I, I thought that was good. And just like it kind of an an interesting context for their friendship. I thought that stuff was good. Um, I just, I love that Ray's lightsaber at the end is yellow. Mm. I just really love that. And kind of the more I think about it is that might be, be my favorite part of, cause it is just like a physical manifestation of who she is. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel at the very end of her declaring herself to be a Skywalker. But I do, <laughs> I do like it. Um, yeah. That, that she, she really has been adopted, you know, kind of by Luke before. And then in Leia at the beginning of this movie.
0: Well, <laughs>
1: though I know they're not married,
0: but like, well, I mean, he's going to say Luke, Luke <laughs> adopt. still,
1: I mean, like he, he mentored her not in the way that she wanted or maybe the audience wanted, but he did.
2: Sure. Yes. Um,
1: and, and yeah, so I just, I did really like that ending for her. And and I loved that her lightsaber was yellow. Yes. Uh-huh. Because it was something different, but you know, color wheel in between green and red. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew, you know, like, oh, okay. She's going to say, um, Skywalker. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Well, and cause whatever. the whole
1: kind of movie I had been wondering like, okay, it's called the rise of Skywalker. Is that referring to her or Kylo Ren, which one is going to be the Skywalker um, and I, I wanted it to be Kylo Ren and we'll talk about that here and yeah. what I, what I wished would have happened. But, um, <laughs> since that didn't happen or at least not in the way that I wanted it to, I was like, okay, yeah. Um, Ray has been adopted and I'm, I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Palpatine name is, is mud. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you, it
1: doesn't make sense for her to claim it. Right. it in it's like, not like
0: she, she knew it for a very no, long no, no. Right. Well nitpicky complaining is part of Star Wars, so uh we won't nitpick, but uh there are a number of things I think they could have done maybe a little bit better, or just maybe they were a necessary evil of just the whole hole they, they dug themselves do, into. Yeah. I don't know uh but he, some of the things uh we didn't like about it you go ahead well we we already kind of talked about like I know you didn't you didn't especially like the the Ray Palpatine thing, oh yeah. But but I I kind of disagree. I
1: understand the necessity, but it's not... It doesn't feel good, I guess, is the the right way to say it.
0: I think this is a a movie that... I understand why the critics, in general, have given it low scores or or generally been um, middling on it. And I understand why... I think general audiences, Star Wars people, will probably walk away decently satisfied. Mm -hmm. Because, on the one hand... It's not a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a pretty decent Star Wars movie. Sure. Uh it's definitely I mean the Star Wars the whole thing it's just such a mixed bag. Yeah. It's better than a lot of them, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are not very good. To, uh So what
1: what about the the movie making? Would you would you Well,
0: like there's a lot of exposition in this movie. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing um there were there were a lot of people in the last jedi that complained about sort of the lack of things making sense
2: Mm.
0: uh and that they would make just decisions for the story that made like emotional sense maybe but they just seemed kind of like nonsense and so there's a lot of effort in this movie when some new concept or idea comes up to explain enough that it like makes internal Mm. logical sense at least enough to dispel your questions for the moment and then, okay, let's move on. So there's a lot of things that get introduced, a lot of ideas and a lot of like backstory that gets introduced and explained so that they can make the necessary steps towards the ending.
1: Mostly at the beginning.
0: Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but even things like, I think the thing that stuck out to me most was Luke talking about, so he, he, he tells, so Leia is trained as a Jedi, which makes a lot of sense. Oh, But that to- totally took me aback just because, wow, we've never heard about this until now. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense that Luke would do that after Return of the Jedi because like, hey, you have the Force too. Do you want to be a Jedi? Okay, sure, yeah, we should train all the Jedi. And that was when he was trying to set up a new Jedi order and mm-hmm. all that stuff before all the stuff with Kylo Ren happened. But it's it was just kind of jarring to suddenly hear about, oh yeah, Leia's lightsaber. What? Leia's lightsaber? Oh, okay. And then... Oh, her her she stopped being a Jedi when she had a vision about her her Jedi journey would end when her son was betrayed. Or I mm-hmm. didn't even remember what, exactly what the line was, and I was like, "Man, that seems convenient <laughs> as an excuse for like, oh, she saw the future. That's a thing that could be that could happen, but it just felt very like weird and dismissive. They brought a thing up, and then they conveniently explained why things are the way that they are now, even if there was a lot of. Backfilling ideas mm. of how things got here, like the the very idea of the emperor uh, having created Snoke doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. It's like, okay, he created Snoke as like a puppet governor. Why did he do that? Why did he just not come back himself with his giant ships? I understand they probably weren't ready at the time, but uh, it, it's just one of those things. He that's had like, a
1: lot of people out there. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, He's got a
0: lot of resources.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that it seems like they're just asked begging you not to ask too many questions. They're like, "Hey, just just go with it. Just go with it. Just go with it. to yeah. it's the end. It's the end. Calm down. It's okay." <laughs> That's how it felt. <laughs> a There's bit. a lot of stuff like that. A little. Uh, some
0: of them are little details. Some of them are bigger, like the the Palpatine plan thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Palpatine's plan has never made sense. His plan is total nonsense in the uh, in the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of things are total nonsense in the prequel trilogy. So it doesn't those things don't bother me that much because I, I just have kind of a low bar when it low expectations now when it comes to movies on this scale, uh and movies that are Especially
1: conclusions. Yeah. Conclusions are really hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially this. This was not planned. They're wrapping up a nine part saga, like we said earlier, that was originally not intended to be a nine part saga. It was mm-hmm. just a movie and maybe we'll make some more. <laughs> so there's going to be some, you know, contrivance and nonsense. And I think that stuff from a critical standpoint makes it technically not uh, a very tight movie. Um, I was fine with most of it. It's like, whatever.
1: <laughs> so did you have a problem with the pacing or is that just me?
0: Um, It feels a little long. It's, I think it's like two and a half hours long and I think they should have cut like one planet stop
2: because
0: mm-hmm. the, the actual plot of the movie, the actual runtime of the movie is mostly spent on, we got to figure out how to get to the emperor's planet. Right. I I will say this. I really appreciate that. There wasn't another stupid super weapon. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. There wasn't an even bigger death star or, <laughs> or yeah. like, I mean, the super weapon is a giant fleet, mm-hmm. which, okay, that's fine. Sure. I will say as a general critique, there wasn't as much imagination on display as I would have liked, you know, his, his fleet is just a bunch of uh, star destroyers with big, big, even bigger lasers on the bottom. Right. Even bigger
1: lasers,
0: but they're just star destroyers. We've seen that since the original star Wars. It's the first ship you see Well, Mm -hmm. second ship. It's the second ship you see. Yeah, I think. Uh, and it's, Like, okay, couldn't you come up with, like, something cooler or more siffy looking or, I don't know, just, no, we're going to go with this. That's lame. Okay. Mm. There were a lot of, I think, but I think that generally applies to the whole trilogy Mm. of, like, why didn't you come up with some new designs? They do here and there. But then they really lean heavily on that old nostalgia. Yep. And I wish they had only done that in the first one as a way to get people back on board and then started going Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. aesthetically more in different directions as well mm. um so that that was a bit of a failure of an imagination
1: mm. yeah it just it felt like both fast and slow to me where the first half hour i, I thought was really good and then but it was really fast of of here and uh-huh. here and here and here and here oh we need to do that oh like we're here right now um and so there were some really great scenes in there like we talked about um, just even even the very beginning of Poe and Finn coming back and getting Ray, and then that scene um, when they um, that other planet, the sandy planet that's not, oh yeah, yeah. Um, that force fight or whatever with her and Kylo Ren, I thought was really good. That's that scene and that planet looks great. Just some of it's
0: just another desert planet.
1: <laughs> no, but no, but the the shots of, sure. of her and Kylo on the planet yeah. would it just it looks really good and ominous and cool.
0: I think that's why they keep going to deserts because it's very stark.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, it just I felt like we would we would speed up and then oh we're slowing back down and then oh we're gonna speed up and oh we're gonna slow back down and so I kept waiting for that final you wanted, push.
0: You went in kind of like a continual picking up of momentum and into the final, um, uh, act.
1: Yeah, generally. But I guess I just, a lot of movies feel like you're kind of going along and it's, it's cool. We're, we're getting stuff done, but yeah. not too fast. And then kind of all of a sudden it picks up and we're, we're steaming to the end. Yeah. And I, I like that. I think that's exciting. <laughs> Even like watching a frozen you know, in the same twelve hours as this, I was like, "This is very well paced." Uh, uh-huh. go, but it's, you know, it's like an hour and forty-five minutes, kids' movie, right? But, um, yeah. but yeah, of just where it has, it has the buildup. It, it just flows really nicely. This inherently feels kind of choppy because of the places they're going and the pieces they're trying to get in line. Yes, so then they can get to the end. And it, it had enough like really good scenes sparsed in there, but I did find myself checking the time. Um, a couple of different times to yeah. see how much longer the movie had.
0: <laughs> yeah, we also saw it kind of later than we usually yes. would have gone to a movie. Mm-hmm. movie so, uh, yeah, I think it felt a little bit, a, a little bit long.
2: Oh.
0: I would have maybe there were a lot of characters, yeah. and I think they didn't need quite so many characters. Like the character that Finn meets, and she was also like a, uh she was also a stormtrooper and then they her whole squadron like refused
2: mm-hmm.
0: to to fire on civilians and they you know defected I liked her She no she was fine but I feel like they could have rolled that into the movie a little bit more efficiently mm-hmm. instead of having it just stop yes on an, because that that planet felt like the stop that needed to be like streamlined a little bit more yeah I think because it
1: ends on that like that really cool fight with her and Kylo Ren though I think it lasted maybe like thirty seconds too long. <laughs> um,
0: but oh, you should see the prequels.
1: But but yeah, like that set was great. That that fight was great. Uh-huh. A lot of cool stuff happens there. But, yeah, we got stuck for yeah, a that's, while.
0: Yeah, that set's great because it's reused from the original. <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> well, the the throne room inside where she goes and gets the oh. thing, that's yeah—that's where the end of Return of the Jedi takes place. Mm-hmm. That's where Luke uh, fights Vader. But surely Vader. they
1: didn't still have that set. No,
0: no, no, no. Right. But, I mean, yeah. the design of it. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's the crashed. So, and uh, earlier today, this is. Just amusing. I I pulled up Return of the Jedi, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that the second Death Star just (laughs) explodes in a giant fireball that does not suggest that large portions of it stay together and just crash to the ground. And yeah, sure enough, it's a gigantic fireball that engulfs the whole thing. So, you know, whatever. It's silly. It's silly that Palpatine's back. Uh, But also, I get why they did those things. Mm -mm. And it's a cool visual to see, like, this crashed Yes. Uh, look, at least they didn't have a new Death Star actually working in this movie. Right. I, am so, I am so excited that they didn't do that because that was, that's, a, that's one of the major problems, one of the few major problems with the original trilogy is that they went back to the Death Star. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, you wanted Chewie to
0: die. I think one of the problems with this is there's not enough sacrifice in general. I usually have this problem with these kind of mm-hmm. movies. I want, you know, I have that problem with in game, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's this big end uh, battle. Here we have another big climactic end battles, the end of nine films and all this history. And and like they faked, they fake the chewy death. They fake the, the C3PO memory wipe. Uh, they don't, they, you know, they fake a Ray death, which, but you know, you don't buy it for a second. Uh, I bought it. Oh, you thought she was actually yeah, gonna die yeah. That yeah, that, that yeah, Ben that was going to have to be. Skywalker. That would have been
1: bold. Yeah, that's that I, would that's have been bold. really what I expected.
0: And I think, and I kind of wanted that. And I think a lot of people would have been angry.
1: Uh, yeah, but I, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm minority with my feelings here.
0: Uh, no, I, I know other people who feel like at least he should have survived. I don't know that he should have survived instead of her. But I, 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 I think if they had both survived, that would suggest a really interesting. Um, the story goes on yeah. that we don't need to see, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get there, but, but I, I did. I'm just interjecting to say no, I no, did no. buy that she could have been dead.
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't. I I was like, there's no way they're going to kill Ray and, and let Ben live. Like, no, no way. <laughs> but no, there are not any real named characters who die. Other, uh, You know, Leia dies. Of course, Leia uh, Yeah.
1: Leia I, I mean, you saw that from a million miles away. And yeah. not just because Carrie Fisher died. It's because it's her turn.
0: Right. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Han. Han's dead. <laughs> Luke's dead. Now Leia's dead. Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're not going to kill Lando because why would they? He's <laughs> fun. For, yes.
1: He's like Uncle Lando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Land, Lando was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh Billy D. Williams, you rock. Thanks for coming back.
1: He seemed to have a fun time. <laughs> yes. He seems to enjoy... Like, I don't know. Maybe yes. that's just the character, but he seemed happy to be there.
0: It's, it's, it's a lot. It's the character. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, I think Billy D. Williams probably, hey, cool. I'll mm-hmm. come back and do a, do a Star Wars. <laughs> um, I'll show, I'll show Donald Glover how it's really done. <laughs> just kidding.
1: I heard he was very good in that. Donald, Donald Glover.
0: Glover is very good at doing a Billy D. Williams impression. I don't know that he made the character his own, which is not fair. It's not bad because yeah. it's not about right. Lando.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Look, yeah, it's a fun character. It's fun to see Lando again. Anyway, somebody somebody needed to die. I think Chewie would have been a good choice because like, what are you going to do with Chewie? He is beloved because he's iconic. He's not really a character. Yeah, he doesn't he, have anything to do. He, you know, because he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a strong impression of his personality. You love Chewie because he's Han's pet, essentially. I mean, that's bad to say, but he is. He's Han, and...
1: He's kind of funny. He has some... Some comedic. Moments. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Look,
0: yeah, I love Chewy. Fun, fun character, but mm-hmm. look, that would have been a good heartstrings tug. Yeah. Like, oh man, they killed Chewie. Now it's serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um especially if it had been Ray's fault, that would have been so like
1: Yeah. Complicated. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um that would have been brave. This movie is not. <laughs> neither was the force awakens jj abrams does not take the kind of bold creative risks that ryan johnson took in the last jedi whatever you want to say about that i admire ryan johnson for doing things that might he knew he had to have known oh, yeah. would annoy fans and he he had ideas that were interesting and he stuck to his guns there And J.J.'s
1: not trying for controversy. No,
0: J.J. is was hired to please the crowd and he was brought back to please the crowd. And he does. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, to me, I think you need to show a little bit more cost, a little bit more sacrifice, especially in your final battle, especially when like, look, none of these characters come back. Right. Mm -hmm. You are going to do something else. Probably. Um. So it would have been nice to have one of our main characters maybe even have to sacrifice. I you you said that they really wanted that shot at the end of all four of them like hugging in yeah. a group. And yeah. like, yeah, that's nice because I like these characters.
1: Right. Well, and it's so reminiscent of Return of
0: the Return is, of the Jedi, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So why did you want uh Ben to survive so much?
1: Um, I I a part of it is I I just I like him and you know my my heart is kind of warmed to him mm-hmm. in a way where I I just I want him to be okay and he does a really <laughs> good job of yeah. of showing the just that like kind of vulnerable little boy that's still in there that you just you just want to take care of and now he's made the right choices um and he's shown up he's been brave he's fought valiantly and uh-huh. I yeah I I don't Uh, Yeah, he was bad, and and he killed some people, but um, I just think it would have been really interesting if he would have decided to be a Skywalker and say, this is who I am, this is my family, um, and try and right some wrongs, you know, and and that would be all off screen. Yeah. Um, But just like that implication and kind of the weight of, I have made this choice to do the right thing even though I will probably be hated now by both sides, but I'm, I've made, I've, this is the decision that I'm making and this is who I am. Um, and yeah, I just, I wanted him to be a (laughs) Skywalker. I just kind of did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I get it sort of, um, like how I read that scene anyway, was that Ray gave life force to him on the, water ship thing. And so oh, yeah, the um, only reason he was alive was because he gave her or she gave him.
0: Yeah, she healed force. She healed wound. him
1: and so then he just gave it back and he didn't have anything left for himself. That was how I read that death. Yeah. Um I don't know if that's what happened. Yeah, but. I read it as
0: like I mean she she basically almost killed herself, basically killed herself in in you know her confrontation with Palpatine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And he yeah and he basically sacrificed himself for her Mm -hmm. just directly I liked that because all three of the Skywalkers go out essentially the same way Mm -hmm. in this big use of the force like Luke goes out with his little astral projection thing in Last Jedi it's great scene Leia with reaching her son and then Ben saving Ray who like deserved to live more than him Yeah, frankly yeah yeah yeah. like from
1: Uh, a strictly like moral frame yeah
0: yeah but i i think i think that's that like act of redemption uh you know very much like vader like like or like anakin rather in in the original films like yeah that echo it's fitting it makes sense you know like none of this is is like totally surprising when you step back and think about it mm-hmm. people have been mm-hmm. speculating for years about how all this stuff would go
1: oh yeah there are a ton of like really proud annoying fans who i called it well i i oh, think i you know i don't know sp- what that voice was i called it, I it <laughs> that's your that's, that's your proud annoying star wars fan voice <laughs>
0: uh that that's that's fair there are, are lots of horrible and annoying star wars fans there are lots of perfectly acceptable star wars fans as well mm-hmm. don't be a jerk about it whether you like the movie or whether you hate the movie no one don't, don't be a jerk just just anyway. don't be a jerk especially don't be a jerk to the people involved uh, i don't think i have to just say that pour to anybody one
1: out for rose's three lines in the movie yeah
0: yeah i, I don't think rose is a very good character no. But but kelly marie tran Deserves way better yes. <laughs> than she got. Yep. Uh, it's not her fault at all. <laughs> so, and, and you know, neither was it Ahmed Best's fault that Jar Jar was not liked and kind of a terrible character. Not his fault. You know, don't <laughs> don't go after people. I don't think I have to tell that to anybody who listens to our show. I hope not. What did you think of the kind of solution to the final battle because we have this stuff with ray and ben and the emperor and then we have the you know the star wars battle going on mm-hmm. elsewhere mm-hmm. which again that's a very traditional delineation here you've got the force people doing force things and that's usually a more personal and intimate story and then you've got the big space battle going on over mm-hmm. here and that's mm-hmm. a bunch of like people in ships talking about no oh, i'm going in yep oh no All Right. I can't shake it. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that got resolved, and um, hmm, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Really? Well, that's another um, that's another way that it's like, and this just it seems a little easy.: Sure, but that's that's a problem anytime you make your threat huge and giant and seemingly uh, like you can't overcome it. You're going to overcome it because the the good guys generally win in these easy, crowd-pleasing kind of movies, kind of stories. So, it's always going to be some kind of disappointing, kind of seemingly too easy resolution.
1: You just thought it was a little too easy? This
0: trilogy struggled for a real threat. Um... Like the First Order is bad, but then they kind of undercut them and make them seem like kind of buffoons, especially in The Last Jedi, especially Hux. He's like this silly, like over the top yelly guy in the first one. And then the second one, he gets made fun of by Poe in that kind of terrible opening scene. And uh, And then he's just undercut by by kylo ren Mm. and so the bad guys aren't very intimidating they do really well by making them intimidating in this both the emperor and the first order because the first order is doing proper jackbooted thug kind of things they're they're ransacking planets they're knocking on people's doors and asking them for identification they're doing proper empire authoritarian government type stuff like Mm -hmm. okay we finally we're, we're seeing them
1: kidnapping children
0: yeah kidnapping children like, which we knew about before, but we see a little bit of it on that planet with Carrie uh, Russell's character. Yeah. And that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we see, oh, man, look at Palpatine. Look at all his ships. Look at all his scary, weird, mad scientist laboratory <laughs> where he made Snoke, I guess. Um, weird. Weird. <laughs> but they made this, you know, such a big threat. So how do you feel about how they, they handled that on, the, like, the military side of things?
1: Um, Yeah, I... <laughs> it was fine. I mean, I, I knew that that was going to happen because yeah. they made it really clear that that's what was going to happen. I wasn't satisfied with the answer of why that didn't happen in The Last Jedi uh, because they call for all their people and right. nobody comes. Um, and I knew that there were other people and and, and I wanted a reason for that. Um, I don't really feel like I got one because they're just saying <laughs> like, oh, we're, we're here. We're ready. We're waiting. And so I don't I don't really understand. Dand. Right, that that really to me feels like, uh, like, contrivance. No, it feels like a like the director's not communicating. Uh, um, like like Ryan Johnson, and JJ missed the handoff there. Like they just it didn't. Yeah, they weren't on the same page with that stuff.
0: You could explain away that um, behind the scenes, but the movies don't bother to do that. So yeah, it does seem like. I think the answer is because having no one show up fit with what Ryan Johnson wanted to do in that movie and fit with his themes and fit with him having Luke do this big have the, have his big hero moment, right? I think that's why they don't show up in the last Jedi. But you're right, it it seems kind of illogical of like we sent out this call, "Hey, please come help us. This battle is winnable." It is there aren't that many first order people in the mm-hmm. battle of crait at the end of last jedi it's like uh eh, that's doable not by the resistance people cuz they've been all you that's
2: know beaten up
0: over. uh but if there's another like fleet or whatever out here look that's, that's uh, like a handful of walkers and some ties and like you can you can help there and then it's like in this movie we found the biggest fleet of all time and the emperor's back come help us this is an unwinnable battle okay we're all coming. The whole galaxy shows up. And uh it's interesting, though, because in The Last Jedi, I very much got the impression, oh, we have allies. That means, like, there are other people who helped us in the past, like with the old rebellion, who are haven't been touched by the First Order because maybe they haven't conquered the whole galaxy. This is another problem I have with these movies is they never really explain, like— the situation that's going on in the galaxy. I don't know yeah. how widespread the First Order is. I don't know what their ideology is. I don't know, like, how they came about. Yeah, they're
1: just straight-up bad guys. They're
0: just they're just the Empire 2.0, mm-hmm. right? And I know there's expanded universe that explains this junk, but I care about the movies. I'm here for the movies. If they don't bother to explain it in the movie, I'm just going to assume that it's lazy storytelling or it's, okay, you... Like, to me, the interesting stuff... Happened like in the middle, (laughs) but, uh, okay. But I assumed that the, uh, the people that they were sending the message to were like military people or in last Jedi, in last Jedi. Right. Not just like send out anybody who has a gun on their ship. We need you. Yeah. This was Dunkirk. And this, yes, this was like Dunkirk. This, like the little ships come the regular people all show up and it's like, there's more of us than there are of them. Mm-hmm. I thought that theme was interesting. It was. And that they actually, okay, they had
1: something there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's, that kind of saves it from being totally disappointing that they just undercut the threat.
1: Well, and I, it emotionally worked for me with Poe and his reaction as general of oh, yeah. being really confident that everybody's coming and we got this. I have a plan. It's going to be great.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and then he's watching it not happen and he can't find Finn and and just all this different stuff. Um, and it, it's, it's really effective of where he's like, I'm sorry, guys, I really thought we really could do it. I really thought we had a
0: chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. You buy that.
1: You do. Even though you know that it's going to work out. Right. It's but, about to change. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, it, that moment was really effective.
0: Yes. That's, that's like, I think hundred percent Oscar Isaac just, mm-hmm. just being a, a good actor and yeah, effectively yeah. pulling that off. And mm-hmm. you just, you like, yeah, you feel for him because he didn't feel confident about leading these people. And now he feels like, oh, I've led them all to their death. Yep. And we lost for good probably mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yep, then all these people show up. So, yeah, I think emotionally Behind
1: the John Williams John Williams <laughs> score. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh well, any other kind of general thoughts about the movie or anything else we wanted to talk about? There's a lot that happens, but I feel like a lot of it is is like minutia. I think we've talked about like yeah, the highlights, the, the the big stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, all all of that stuff is kind of the where I say, yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's it. Yeah, parts of it were were a little bit boring for me, or just a little bit slower. Where I was kind of, or or just the parts that I found uninteresting of the planet mm-hmm. hopping and trying to get the yeah the navigation thingy, um, the waypoint or whatever they called it, um.
0: I don't remember what they call it either. The,
1: yeah.
0: the Sith device. I think
1: it's the waypoint. Because everything in Star Wars is like, like kind of obviously named but backwards. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, wayfinder. Wayfinder. It's that's the, it. Yeah, a, the way a, to freaking find the way. Yeah.
0: A Sith wayfinder.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, that stuff, I, I was really just like, okay, yeah, like that's great, but I'm, I'm, I'm really just here for the Rey and and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and and that stuff really, really delivered. So, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll definitely take it as as an end to the trilogy for
2: sure.
0: Sure, yeah. Like like we said at the top, uh, I think they did the best they could. With I can certainly imagine this having turned out worse.
1: Oh man, I it can't, could have been terrible. I, I can't
0: imagine it turning out a ton better. I mean, obviously, we had all these things that we thought could have been better, but you know, there's nothing really drastic. Because they set that, but that doesn't make it a good movie. That doesn't make it a good trilogy necessarily. It's because of how they constructed this whole thing. Right. And the expectations of Star Wars and Star Wars fans. Right. It's really complicated. That's something I realized when, when I watched The Last Jedi, having not seen any of the trailers and all that stuff. It's like, man, even without that, you bring so much baggage to these movies of your expectations and all this stuff built up over so many years mm-hmm. having grown up with it it's really weird <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a really like complicated series for actually being very simple
1: yeah well so what do you what do you want the future of, of star wars for you mm-hmm. what would you like to see
0: yeah so i mean that's the interesting thing about this is they are obviously going to keep making star wars and I think they're probably going to do some, you know, some more side movies. Uh, they put a lot of stuff on hold after there was panic about the Last Jedi, and Solo didn't do nearly as well as they had hoped. They, sh- they just
1: they did too many movies too close together. They should have
0: pushed that one six months off. Yeah. It would have done better. Yeah. Um, probably. I mean, I don't want to sit here in an armchair, you know, run a movie studio. But sure.
1: I-, I think the Star Wars fatigue was real, and- especially
0: after Last Jedi. Yes. And people's yes. very mixed reactions to that. And I think they miscalculated on how much people really wanted to see a Han Solo movie without Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, it was it was just sad because there were all these rumors that the actor was terrible and the direction was awful and it, which is it not was true. a production nightmare. And then yeah, you were like, no, I thought he was really good. I, I, I like
0: Alden Ehrenreich in that role. Yeah. I would I would totally watch another Han Solo movie with him. Hmm. I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah.
1: So that, that's kind of sad to me of of that he got really reamed and. Yeah, For no reason, I think maybe. people who
0: saw the movie, the only real complaint I think you can level against him is like, well, maybe maybe you think the writing let it down, but I, I think the only complaint you can level against him is he ain't Harrison Ford. That's unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of
2: course he is not. <laughs> yeah,
0: there are other people who could have done a better Harrison Ford impression, but you really need to make that character your own mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because. That's not what you're doing there. Yeah. So I think they're going to make a that Ben Kenobi movie. I think they're probably going to make that with Ewan McGregor. Cool. I want to see Ewan McGregor be and be that character with a better script and mm-hmm. better direction mm-hmm. than he got in the prequels. That's fine. Just make it. What a... What
1: color is his lightsaber?
0: Is this like a quiz? Are you are you testing my my true Star Wars fan knowledge? Yes.
1: No, I just it's find blue? it kind of interesting. It's blue, I think. I don't know. I've, I've just, I've always been interested in that of like, why and are some colors? of the Jedi is blue and some of them are green, but all of the bad guys are red. That was before Samuel L. Jackson. Um
0: Do you want to know the answer?
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was one.
0: Well, there have been different answers at different points in the star Wars canon. Naturally. Naturally. I think the answer now is the Sith one is red because It's something to do with like your hatred and the force. It turns the kyber crystal, which, okay, there you go. That's a thing.
1: Y'all can't see my face. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you haven't seen Rogue One. Rogue One, they actually bring up kyber crystals Mm. because. uh, Is it the
1: vibranium of this universe?
0: Uh, No, it's, it's very rare apparently. And, but kyber crystals are what Jedi use to, to make their lightsaber. It's the like focusing thing uh, that focuses like the laser beam. Mm. Right. And so. It sounds
1: like vibranium. Sure.
0: Yeah. It's it's the unobtainium of Star Wars. Sure. Whatever. Um, there are lots of things like that. But uh, the Kyber crystals like they choose the Jedi. Uh, um, They like kind of call out to them and you're bound with it. And so like for Jedi it's it's it can actually be a number of different colors is my understanding now. But, uh, it's, it's red for the Sith because of like their hatred or whatever it gets it, it, mm-hmm. it, The kyber crystals, I think are reactive to the force and force energy or whatever. So yes, they're red. If you are filled with hatred, which means you're a Sith. Yeah. That's my understanding. But uh, why
1: are some of them blue and some of them green for Jedis?
0: Um, th- variety.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's see, that's, that's not a real reason. That's, of, that's what the I spice thought. That's what I thought. Well, yes.
0: They could come up with a reason, but it's, it's going to be nonsense. Ooh, right? right. It's going to be I retcons. Thought, I thought
1: you were saying there was one. Uh, y- I think ori- w-
0: I think originally it signified your like class in ah, the Jedi Order. Like that would make sense. There were Sentinels, uh, con- counselors, and like there were three different classes of Jedi.
1: I just always thought and that, then, it- and
0: then Mace mm-hmm. Windu had his own because Samuel Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and Samuel Jackson get what he wants. I thought that
1: was like in his contract.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I just I don't know. It's th- something about it just always struck me as like a. Self-expression kind of thing of the sure. color your lightsaber was. Yeah. Well,
0: and then you get Ray with a, a yellow one. Yeah, so I really, I mean, really
1: like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just curious. And I, I liked
0: works. her little uh, ring turn on, like the 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 like ring around it. She kind of flicked it to turn on the thing instead of having a switch or a button. Oh,
1: I don't. It was like, oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah.
1: That's beyond what I would you, notice. You, you,
0: okay? Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I know that Luke's is the click because every time she does it, she does it with real gusto. <laughs> um. But I didn't particularly notice that. Though I did, I was wondering at the end of the movie, like, does Ray not get her own? And then, da da. So,
0: oh no, she has. But she had to have time to go off and build it to do the the vision quest to find the kyber crystal and whatnot.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't. Right. I don't know. Look, they're space
0: monks, (laughs) space wizards. Yeah. Uh,
1: mostly I think we're just glad it's done. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel some sense of relief? Well, you know, like,
0: this this trilogy is overall disappointing for me because I wanted something new.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is a rehash. Mm-hmm. It's a decent rehash. It has some really good elements to it. But it's not totally new Star Wars. The prequels are bad. But they were at least trying to tell a different part of the story. They definitely have aspects where it's, this is a familiar thing in a different way. Uh, and that's a problem there as well, but it, it like the overall story is fairly different because mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the story of the fall of Darth Vader, the story of the fall of the galaxy into darkness. And this is the empire and the rebellion fight again and Jedi and Sith fight again. And it turns out more or less the same. Uh, so, but the individual stuff, the d- the details, there's some good stuff there. Um, there's some really good scenes. There's mm-hmm. some they look really nice.
2: Mm-hmm. It's modern, cool to see. modern looking yeah. Star
0: Wars is really nice looking. Mm-hmm. It's really well shot and clean. And, you know, it's nice to see those cool. They, it kind of it makes a little tiny faint part of me, a little tiny faint part of me, kind of wish they could somehow remake the original Star Wars movies while preserving the original performances, <laughs> but just like
1: oh, I. I...
0: There's yes, I there's, like a, the charm there's a charm of, how of the bad hokiness, they look, yeah. yes, and you know they actually hold up for their age decently well, but uh, yeah,
1: okay. It's just it's a completely part of the thing for me. I, yeah. I wouldn't like it divorced from its special effects. Sure, like I mean, not that I really like it anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just kind of any. That's my general philosophy
0: for a lot of things. Somebody did recently put out on YouTube um, the scene from the first Star Wars where Obi-Wan and Vader fight. Mm -hmm. And they're just kind of... They're two old men hitting sticks at each other. It's a very, like, bad fight in terms of the coordination and stuff. Somebody put out, like, a version where they kind of are fighting in a more kind of complex and bombastic style. Better choreography. Yeah. And I hated it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what would happen in a a remake. And I... I will not say that they will never remake these movies. I think th- if they get extremely desperate and there's enough time passed, they might try that. I really hope it never happens, but I could see that happening. I could see that happening, and and that would twenty thirty years kind of suck. But well, in twenty thirty years, eh, whatever. Yeah, he know, he I, we'll be
1: we'll be older and care less then. <laughs> but I, I totally feel that way about the Harry Potter movies. I don't think that's feasible to remake all of those. Um, like I think I, I said
0: in our final episode of that that they should do a mini-series.
1: Yeah, I would be I would be more open to something new. Um, but a straight up we're redoing the eight Harry Potter movies. Yeah. I would I'm very opposed no, don't do to that. that. Don't do that. Yeah.
0: Um, I get that totally. Um but in terms of what I want them to do and where I want them to go with Star Wars. Oh uh, let me ask let me Turn that question on you just because I'm interested. Like, is there something that they could do? You're not a Star Wars fan. You're not a Star Wars person. Is there something that they could do that would make you more interested?
1: Yeah, I mean, they could just make it in a genre I like. (laughs)
0: Okay, well, like what what genre of Star Wars movie would you um, like to see?
1: I would love to see like a thriller would be cool, uh, more of like a spy movie. Which is why I think I need to see Rogue One, is because I've heard there's a little bit more of those elements sure. in it. Yeah,
0: it's a little more of a war movie. Um,
1: but yeah, just like something with some more suspense. Okay. Um, like I just the adventure story I think is part of it of where I'm I'm just not super interested in the in the action adventure genre. Um, uh-huh. especially the ac- it, ones that are action heavy. I generally find action scenes kind of boring. But so like I don't know if we're if we're gonna re- review the Mandalorian or not. But I enjoy that. Like I I think I'm the interested Western... in talking
0: about it. It doesn't have to be very much. Yeah. I don't um, know that there's actually a ton there.
1: Right. Um. But I I I don't have a problem with the slower Western pace. I think that's kind uh-huh. of interesting. Um. Because like I'm with you. Space is cool. I think it's got a lot of options. <laughs> um. Mm. And even yeah, like some of the iconography of the different planes and weaponry and, and stuff I think is neat. So I don't need to do away with all that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I you want a different
0: genre. Like I want wildly a different genre. Different genres. Yeah. I
1: would like a different genre, but I, I think that's all that they could do for
2: totally, me. Totally. Totally fair.
0: I was really hoping that the side stories would be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but solo, you know, it's action adventure story, rogue one. I think you would probably enjoy rogue one more than some of the other ones mm-hmm. for a lot of the same reasons that other, other people do. Yeah. um, but yeah, I was hoping that they would keep doing the side story things. I think that they they will, but they've been very skittish about Star Wars, and they wanted to get out of the way of Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. And we'll start hearing about that, you know, in the new year. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, guess what? We're still making Star Wars, guys. Yeah. And here's here's what we got.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think other genres. For me, I'm less curious about what the side stories are going to be because they're going to do some fill-ins. I'm really curious. Like, okay, you've ended the Skywalker saga. All, this, all the skywalkers all the solos all those they're, they're gone they're out of the picture we're gonna do something new they have to do something new I'm really curious what the new big one is gonna be like we're making a new trilogy or a new series of movies that are connected not just side stories
2: mm-hmm.
0: what is that gonna be I really feel like Lucasfilm the creators behind Star Wars now they have to prove that Star Wars is bigger than iconography and nostalgia they have to get away from walkers and X-Wings and TIE Fighters and uh, Stormtroopers. They, have, they to, have to
2: get rid of Stormtroopers. They have sure. to get
0: away from that stuff and they have to do something new. Uh, it can still have the same sort of feel to it. It can still have that adventure feel to it, but it's got to... You gotta do come up with some new stuff, both visually and from a story perspective.
1: Just go even further into the past or further into the future. Um I, I think there's kind of like what they're doing with the um the Middle Earth Amazon series. Mm, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like go for it. I know that you don't have any kind of material in the way that the people of the Middle Earth show do. Well maybe. I you don't do. know. Well, then yeah, like uh yeah, I I think that's Definitely has opportunity. Yeah, Uh,
0: I would also love it if they got away from Jedi versus Sith, and they got away from lightsabers and the Force for a little bit. That's asking a lot, but that ain't gonna happen. That is, I I would be a fool to think that they would do that because I think for a lot of people that is Star Wars, right? Um, That's not what it is for me necessarily. But uh, what is Star Wars for you? I think Star Wars for me is it's it's a fun space adventure thing mm-hmm. it's it's the universe it's the setting i think having the force in and jedi and sith in like every single one makes that stuff feel less special
2: yeah
0: you really get the sense in the original star wars like go back to 1977 original star wars obi-wan kenobi is describing the force and luke is like what is this mm-hmm. never heard of this before this is this is crazy han solo's like Oh that's an old myth that doesn't exist. Yeah. Right? It's a rare thing in this universe. But every time we see this universe, it's there in your face.
2: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: And I I think it would feel more special and interesting again if like a just a like kind of like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. He's the magic guy, but he's the one guy and he's mysterious. You mm-hmm. don't really know or totally understand where he's coming from. You trust him, but he's mysterious and he's, you're, you're never quite sure what he's going to do. That's cool. Let's get away from maybe that being the main struggle or the main characters. I don't know. I think that's not going to happen. I think the main characters are still going to be force users. That's fine. They can do good stories around that. I just just don't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your your suggestion about going farther into the past or farther into the future is exactly what I, I, I think. Um, they're going to have to do something that's going to get Fans on board and will be fodder for people, general audiences to look at and say like, oh, that looks like Star Wars, but new and interesting. Let's go. Let's go to see that. Yeah. And I think what they should do, since they're not going to be wholly original about this, they're going to feed off of some kind of uh, pre-existing thing. They should do Knights of the Old Republic.
1: Is that a is that a book in the...
0: Knights of the Old Republic is actually a video game, um, but oh. I think there were a lot of books and stuff written around that time, but... That's describing, like, okay, this is many generations ago, hundreds of years or thousands of years ago in the galaxy. The Republic is is, is kind of thriving, and there's big conflicts between Jedi and Sith, and it's, it's the Star Wars universe you know, kind of, but it's in a very different place.
1: Yeah, uh, that would be cool.
0: And there are lots of Jedi running around. There are lots of...
1: That would be cool. I've never seen lots of Jedi running around. Well, you haven't seen the prequels. <laughs>
0: It's actually way more disappointing. <laughs> so maybe hold off. Maybe maybe see the good version of lots of Jedi running around. Um, I would love to see the Jedi Order operating as it was supposed to. Because mm. the prequels show the Jedi Order operating as kind of instruments of the army. And that's not really the impression you get from the original a description from Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was like, we're the guardians of peace and justice. Mm. Uh, Years and years ago, (laughs) a friend of mine and I were throwing our ideas around of like, what if Star Wars got remade? What if you remade the whole thing from like the ground up and you were able to sort of plot this all out as a, as a series of movies and go based on kind of the original Star Wars as presented but you extend that forward and back, right? Mm-hmm. And we we loved the idea of seeing a a Jedi be kind of like a sheriff of the Old West, mm. but you know a, a sheriff monk, if you will, like living on this like kind of backwater planet. And oh, there's some trouble a brewing in town, right? And the Jedi comes. The Jedi is wise. And powerful and solves it in a way that's like non violent. Mm-hmm. Like the lightsaber comes out as a last resort. <laughs> you know, if, <laughs> Definitely the, lights- no if the lightsaber comes yeah, well, no, of course, <laughs> that is so uncivilized. Uh, I- if the lightsaber comes out, you know it's a big deal. As opposed to the lightsaber comes out all the time because people love to see the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Again, you try to maybe lessen the force, lessen lightsabers, lessen those things so they become special. Now, Knights of the Old Republic would be going in the opposite direction. That would be just more of all that stuff, but mm-hmm. it would be a totally different uh, time in Star Wars.
1: That might feel like a more reasonable next step than a very part down.
0: Yes, they're not going to do. Universe. They're not going to do what I would prefer them sure. to do. Yeah, it's too drastic, too fast. Um, so I think Knights of the Old Republic. It's a very beloved story. Whether they adapt that specific story, probably not. But uh, they could pull elements from that and just set it very far in the past that'd be interesting i would be game for that hopefully they would actually sketch out a whole series of movies a trilogy (laughs) whatever it is sketch it out a little bit more beforehand try and work it out with your creatives so that there aren't so many hands like changing during production
2: yeah
0: uh i know it's complicated it's really complicated making this stuff well that's that's something that i would think would be interesting Mm -hmm. as a next chapter as a next step
2: cool
1: and
0: hopefully they'll make a, a thriller or something for, <laughs> for
1: you i i don't need it um uh-huh.
0: but yeah i would I, love to see other genres definitely yeah i don't need it to be stuck in the action adventure genre if certainly not well those are our very extended thoughts kind of just in star wars in general yeah really <laughs> but hey that's what happens we haven't done a star wars episode before so yeah. blah here's all of these thoughts yep um, thanks for seeing it with me <laughs> I know it's not thanks for letting me come you're your number one thing
1: <laughs> no
0: uh you know what we've still got uh our our top movies of the decade episode coming that's going to be a lot of fun so join us for that we're going to discuss a variety of movies from
1: lots of stuff
0: lots of stuff from all kinds of different genres and um uh, all kinds of different stories that'll be fun um That'll probably be the next episode, but there's a lot of stuff coming out that we're interested in. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to have maybe quite a few episodes in somewhat more rapid succession than usual. Yep. Hopefully.
1: Stay tuned and... Uh, Thanks for listening. Will this listening. come out before Christmas? Think?
2: I think so. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas.